and welcome to Who Drank the Kool-Aid with Mouse and Wolfie. Uh, this is a new podcast for us. Uh, basically, we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories, digital folklore, and other random crap that we find funny and interesting. Yep. So, <clears throat> I'm Mouse, uh, and I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Wolfie. Hello! Hello! Right, so, <laughs> basically, being the professionals that we are, yep. um, what are we doing today, mate? We are today. We are touching on the subject of the Slender Man. You're touching the Slender Man. That's always what I am got. touching. I am touching the Slender Man. Yes, it's a first. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of my favourites, I have to say, of the more recent digital folklore that's come around. I actually love this story. Yep. It's a. Uh, I, I find it interested in the way that it's developed and the law around it has changed really rapidly with the retellings of it and unfortunately there's been a few horrible things linked to it but that's people that's what they do uh you know no matter what there are horrible things attached to everything it's people yeah exactly you can't you you're never going to get anything that hasn't got some piece of shit attached to it because people is people yep absolutely yes the slender man uh as a concept was created by Eric Knudsen under the name Victor Savage for a online Photoshop competition for something of <laughs> photocop that's a new uh, Photoshop competition for something awful forums and um, so th- literally the start of this digital folklore is seen we know exactly where it's come from it's not like yeah. old folklore where it's like oh it was this old whispers in the woods kind of shit so he was yeah. literally we have evidence of where it was created from yeah i don't think there's any questions about where slender bands come from there are folklore he's attached to yeah that people have turned around and linked him to like there's some stuff from like uh the sioux tribe basically saying he's similar to their suicide spirit um stuff like that um, linked to a lot of German folklore as well. Yeah, I, I think it's stuff about 16th century or something in German folklore, but I think it's it's a bit of a reach. I do think, though, it's because people like to join stuff together. Yeah, of course they do. And, and that's the whole thing about conspiracy theories and folklore, is people like to join those ideas together. People like to have consistency, and, a, and a, I can see where this has come from and why it is kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we like to tie things in. But um, I quite like the idea of it, though. It's one of those... Weird... I think it's a really strong image, I, I, the design aspect of, of Slender Man. It, it's good because it, it harks back to a lot of different things. It takes elements from so many different things. It reminds me of the, the first Silent Hill game. Yeah. Um, which I had on PlayStation 1. And looking back, it was crap. But <laughs> at the time, I absolutely shit my pants whenever I played it. I wouldn't play it at night. Because that's totally, totally. It, it was it was the vibra shock on it, isn't it? Like, <sighs> oh, that was the bit that shit me up every time oh. I played it. Du-dum, du-dum. How many times can you throw a controller across the room? <laughs> oh god! Oh, it was just as soon as you heard that radio static, you're like, uh, what, what is it? Where is yeah, it? What is it? it? Where is it? <laughs> Run! Oh, no. But it's cool though. I like it. It's one of those. It always the the Slender Man image. The first time I saw it, it reminded me of the one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer I can't watch again. I, I, I honestly, I've never seen Buffy. What? No, no, I've never seen Buffy. Oh, <laughs> uh, 
family friends. Uh, no, it's an episode called Hush. The creature's called The Gentleman. Mm. And they're bald. They've got faces, unlike Slenderman. They're bald and they come in suits. Basically, they silence the entire town. You can't speak. And yeah. you'll get to know very quickly that's something that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't speak. And they, they basically, the, these creatures come in and these demons come in. And, and that's what Slenderman reminded me of. And that's the only thing about it that fucked me up because I was like, nah, mate, that ain't funny. Mm. That ain't funny. That's, Buffy the Vampire Slayer scared me one episode and i was like no but yeah hush always reminded me of that and i was like that's just creepy as hell man so slender man yeah the image of slender man he is typically depicted as unnaturally tall mm-hmm. um and a featureless face in a suit always normally seen around woods etc some of the the things that he's attributed to is like he can extend his arms into tentacles maybe grow tentacles out in the back but this is the thing <clears throat> when it was created by eric nudson he literally just put up this picture of the slender man this image or uh <clears throat> you've got the image somewhere i'm sure uh-huh. this image of the slender man and he he basically said this is my entry slender man but he made it real because he actually put two quotes underneath the uh photos that he created yeah and Blair witch yes in that 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 it was cannibal holocaust as well that used that kind of found camera footage kind of thing and yeah it's it's a it's a very good way of doing it because it makes it more realistic. I think that was the thing. Blair Witch, if you look at it as a film, it is a complete pile of crap. Oh, it's so shit. <laughs> but the actual concept of it and the way it was done, it's been overdone to death now, like the paranormal activities yeah. and all that kind yeah. of crap. Done to death. But that is the Blair Witch. The original film was actually quite good. The suspense in it was brilliant because you've yeah. never seen anything like it. But, <clears throat> yeah, so he created two quotes underneath the photograph. So the first photograph... Mm. Um, he said, we didn't want to go, we didn't want to kill them, but it's persistent silence and outstretched, outstretched arms qualified and comforted us at the same time. And that says 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. Yeah. So <clears throat> building into the law straight away where he's turning around saying, the Slender Man hasn't got any mm. overtly graphic violence attached to him. No. He's more of a psychological being. And I think that's one of the things that I really like about him. Yeah. The psychological, he, he tempts children, are the, are, seem to be the main subjects, yeah. that he tempts them in to come in and come away with him and do shit. Yeah. And then a quote under the second photograph read, one of the two recovered photographs from the stolen library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what was referred to as a de- slender man. The format is cited as film defects by officials. <clears throat> so they're referring to the fact that the slender man's like this long, tall creature. So they're saying that <clears throat> that's because of the fire. And the fire at the library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. And that was attributed to 1986 photographer Mary Thomas, missing since June the 13th, 1986. So... Literally, he's created the law straight out. He didn't just go, that's my yeah. picture of my creepy paranormal thing. What do you think? Yeah. He's created the law around it. And I think that's what f- people find so compelling. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It was like, was it 2006? <coughs> it was, just checking my notes. 
um, it's two, yeah, two thousand six, something like. Yeah, maybe. So it's quite early internet, really. Yeah, you know, early internet. Because Blair Witch, the way they marketed theirs was a big viral campaign. Again, very early internet because that was like two thousand or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know a lot of stuff like this did happen around that time. There was like the whole time traveling John Titor or Titor or whatever his name was, on the four chan uh forum a very same kind of time period and you know he convinced people that he was a time traveler you know absolutely you know uh throw in some open-ended things that could happen at any time like a pandemic who knew it yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um it's the fact it got taken up by creepypasta yeah. So Creepypasta then turned it into a load of viral short stories. Yeah. Um, you see them a lot still. Uh, Creepypasta is not as popular as it used to be, but you still see it a lot. They, you, you get stuff coming up on your feeds and that where it's like people showing like weird ass distorted photographs with like a really brief explanation around it. And it's always paranormal, yeah. creepy shit. Yeah. And so obviously the guys at Creepypasta, the people like on that forum jumped on it, used it. Yeah. And it's been developed now into the concept of the, of the uh, Slender Man's been developed into like stories and stuff, obviously. Mm. But then he's been changed to video games, which I find hysterical. And, uh, you Is know, really, yeah, yeah, there's video games of it, mate. I thought you'd have played them by now. God, there, there is a VR game, which means I can't play it because I'll be puking. Yeah, but there's a VR game, uh, and it that really builds on the law because it also builds into um, the ideas of w- what those two girls are talking about. We'll talk about that in a minute. But like what those two yeah. girls were discussing, that comes a lot of that comes from the VR game, and mm-hmm. they've made two films about it. Yeah, uh, I'd heard about the films. I've read about the films. One of which was. Uh, Doug Jones betrayed him, and I'm like, yay, Doug Jones, the man's awesome. So he, he looks like Slender Man anyway, as far as I'm uh, concerned. So I've heard they weren't great. <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? It's like, if you like it, you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like being showgirls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never understood that. Well, actually, I do. Knowing you, I know why. But like, no. It has think... a very good commentary on American culture. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, okay, yeah, totally. No. no. <laughs> I think I saw five minutes of it and went, yeah, this isn't going to happen, is it? I, I've suffered some shit, you know. Yeah. I've watched some weird, weird shit because of you. But um, So it says the Star Wars geek. But, yeah, so... Um, that's true. I can't get my head around Star Wars. Don't even. I just don't. You know what? I, what was I? I was. Oh, I tried to watch The Mandalorian the other night because we've got yeah. Disney Plus. Let, let, let's let's not ever ever hear discussing that because I know what's going to come out your mouth. No, but it's just. I was watching it and I just thought, okay, okay. Um, I get it, but I'm just like, I just don't. I, I being such a huge sci-fi fan that I am. I think there's just too much fantasy in it for me. I was going to say Star Wars isn't sci-fi. It's no, just set it's, in yeah. space. Yeah. That's, that's I, I think that's why I like it, because I like sci-fi to a point, but I like the... It, it, it's, I wouldn't call it a sci-fi film. I'm yeah. probably going to get rinsed for that, but it's, it, it is more of a fantasy film. I think it is. I, I think it comes yeah, out to whether like you're... 
Westworld or whether you're Games of Thrones, and I'm definitely <laughs> Westworld. Okay. See, no, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't get on with Westworld. I've watched it, and yeah. it's just so meh. No, 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 boring. Not, not my kind of thing. But I do tend to be that. I'll give you an episode if you haven't drawn me in. After that, you can bugger right off. That you have to stick with it. Oh, that's ask. not easy, is it? Yeah. I'm old, mate. There's only so much of my life I've got. <laughs> I ain't gonna be spending it watching shit fucking TV. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. I do spend it watching shit TV, but like not that shit TV. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer shit TV. Well, was Buffy before the Slender Man, or Slender Man before yeah, Buffy? Nineties. All right. Okay. But, but they. <sighs> They're, they're, they've got faces, they're demons. So, like, they are called the gentlemen. They're demons, they've got demon faces. It's yeah. just from the back, there'd be the image of the, the short and stocky. And they look nothing like the Slender Man, but they've got that kind of image, yeah. like the bald-headed, very pale demon in a suit yeah. Yeah. who who it psychologically tortures people. You know, yeah. that, it's that kind of concept. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a cool narrative, because... Yeah, it, no, I think it's fantastic, you know, the way that people added to it. It's the way that we've done it for thousands of years, folklore. Uh, urban legends, same thing. Yeah. You know, um, it becomes your story, you pass it on, they add bits, they pass it on. You know, that's how it spreads. It's and interesting... I, yeah, I, and I think people naturally gravitate to stories and to images where they're kind of human but not. Yes, absolutely. So, so, you know, if you've got like a weird three-headed demon with like, you know, horns and whatever, you can go, yeah, that's kind of scary. But it's not creepy. It's not... It's not Hellraiser, is it? No, no, no. Nothing's Hellraiser. I love Hellraiser, man. But it's like the pins in the face, you know, it's that kind of body horror. They call it body horror, don't they? The fly is very much body horror. Uh, but, but obviously the, taking a bit further <laughs> just a slightly yeah. but the thing with the Cenobites though they were all still basically human and yeah. um, it, it, it's come from the book The Hellbound Heart and then as the films progressed the, the story com- uh, progressed and how the Cenobites came about yeah. progressed and the whole the whole point of the Cenobites and stuff is um, <clears throat> that they were people who used the box and the box turned them into the Cenobites. So the idea is they are still basically human, and that's what makes them more terrifying. The whole idea that we as people could just be manipulated and turned into something else, and that's with the Slender Man. Yeah. He, he is basically human. He's a humanoid. Mm-hmm. He's just tall and skinny uh, with no face. It sounds like a boyfriend I used to have. But anyway, <laughs> um, faceless bastard. But, yeah, basically... Um, it, it's an easy idea for us to let on to, yeah. you know, and as people, we don't like things. We, we anthropomorphize everything. We see faces everywhere to have, yeah. to have a being that has no face yeah. is actually quite a scary concept. I mean, <clears throat> it's one of those things though. Um, where it's been developed and changed though. It's, I mean, it's gone into comic books. DC did, um, DC had a, a, a hero, I say hero in uh, in uh, quotes called the question, um, and he had that kind of image of a faceless man. So it, it, it's a it's a gone over image. It's, it's one that's been used over and over again. Oh yeah. But the Slender Man, because of the viralness, 
yeah. that's a, that the way it, it spread and developed and changed and morphed <clears throat> and that it, I think it was the first big digital folklore thing I think it was I mean I've, I've... the Momo thing that that was um yeah that, that was, was last year that was that was last year yeah I, I mean but walked, then it out, walked out human yeah um and which was a, a sculpture you know well, it was just a sculpture Japanese uh, yeah sculpture. it was like mother bird it was called or something and then it just went viral and then some tit put some kind of stupid voice to it and then it parents once parents get concerned you know you got ah, it. you know think of the children come on now oh my god what anyone think of the children yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is that idea though but i think that's one of the um <clears throat> the overwhelmingly adorable things about digital folklore adorable adorable things about digital folklore is it branches out and goes into weird ways so quickly it's yeah. it's like wildfire you can't control it yeah. the original the, the original creator has no sort of input to it once it's out there no absolutely. and i love that i think that's that's amazing because it just shows how creative humans can be when they yeah. let on to an idea it's a shame it's not a good idea it's a shame we're never no. less than something like curing cancer or something no <laughs> maybe if it was attached to some creepy looking bloke we might but like you know it, it's one of those and and that's the thing that gets me about it is is the fact that he it is so blatantly created there is not an ounce of truth in this no and yet the slender man has been blamed for so many um <clears throat> crimes and uh suicides stuff like that which i would which, which, it's sad but yeah. it's it's one of those things that people have latched onto it as an image. It, it's to be expected, I think, yeah. which is sad. But, you know, it's like GTA. You know what? A kid goes out, kills a bunch of people, always been playing GTA. It's GTA, you know. And horror films. There was that guy who uh, watched Queen of the Damned, you know, that real... That's um, an awful film. Yes. Yeah, that one. It's but a, he it's a, great, it's a great book, but it's yeah, a... you know, that's been blamed for um horrific crimes. I think there was one in particular that it was for. Yeah, that film was a horrific crime, mate. Yeah. Um there's, there's just been so many I mean, I think I, I read um a book years ago that said that the most quoted film by serial killers is The Wizard of Oz, because you can just get anything out of it that you want. Yeah, but that that's literature in general. It is yeah. all dependent on your interpretation of it. Yeah, of however you however you choose to read it, that's why yeah. you get so many fundamentalists yeah. that will read a religious passage, no matter yeah. where from or what from, yeah. and they will warp that religious passage into their worldview and and make it govern what they want it to what they want the world to be. And yeah. unfortunately, the written words terrible because unless you physically know the author mm. you can't say what was behind the feelings and the thoughts when that was written down yeah so <clears throat> so as we're talking about it we'll go back to um the most famous i think crime that was linked to the slender man um which was also made into an episode of SUV, by the way. I'm talking, <laughs> going, going back to my shit TV that I watched. But it was also an episode of SUV that was based around this as well, which 
just shows you how much it, it, it i think it shows how much the slender man concept seeped into um normal life yeah you know yeah. It, it it wasn't like i mean creepy pasta is quite um you know it's, it's not it, it it's quite subculture yeah. Um, but this this became really sort of like normal, you know, the idea of the Slender Man and what happened. So yeah. on May 31st, 2014, two 14-year-old girls in, where was it, Wakosha, Wisconsin, I'm sorry if I've mispronounced that, um, held down uh, a, another classmate and stabbed them for 19 times. Yeah. Thankfully, the girl survived. How? Pure... Fucking will that is unbelievable. Life is all life to say. Pure will of life. I think that's amazing. Me too. Yeah, um, it's nice that she didn't die, but you know, wow, yeah. Um, so basically, so uh, the girls said, um, that it was their first stop to being proxies for Slender Man, um, and from uh, sunning him. And and basically working for him. Yeah. Now the idea of the of the proxies, going back to what I was saying earlier about it becoming a, a an AVR game, is um, <clears throat> ARG game, AVR game, whatever, um, was basically in the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, there were subs to the Slender Man. Now this wasn't in the original law of him. This no. was literally just created in the game. And yeah. the, the the top members of this subcult of the Slender Man were the, called the Proxies, and yeah. they were literally went out and did the Slender Man's bidding. Yeah, which I find quite weird that the girls uh, thought that the way to summon the Slender Man to become his proxy was to go out and stab this girl. When, as I said before, there's been no links of graphic violence and whatever to the Slender Man himself yeah. in terms of the original idea of him. Yeah. The, I think it's been warped and dragged out that it, there is here and there, especially via this game. Um, but the original concept of it, it is just psychological. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> one of the girls um, during her pre-trial medical and mental checks said that the summer, uh, the Slender Man uh, watches her and um, reads her mind and can teleport. But then she also did say that she talked to Voldemort and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic is quite violent. Well, yeah, yeah, it was. I remember there was a... The cartoon I, was... I go from the comic book, I go from the really shit films. Uh... <laughs> I, I remember from the cartoon because um, I remember at school when it first came out, because I was Hero in the time. Because you're in the UK. That's it, that's it. They changed it from Ninja Turtles to Hero Turtles because they thought the word ninja was too violent. But I, I've never understood that, right? Because they're dressed as fucking ninjas. Exactly, exactly. Hero, heroes that have, like, you know, pants outside of their tights and capes. So, <laughs> yeah. I've never, I never got it at the time. I remember being, like, eight and thinking, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, I can handle the word ninja. Do you know what I mean? I can handle that. It's not going to yeah. make me go out and kill people. No, well, well, it obviously does influence some people like that. Yeah. But, yeah, but... So, the, the girl's obviously not right. Uh, she has been committed to a hospital um, for the next 40 years, and so has her... Uh, uh, a bit of me wants to say sidekick, because I feel like that 
the one that talks to Voldemort was the one who actually pushed for all of this. And yeah. her mate was just going along with her. Uh, but she too has been committed for another 40 years. So these people aren't, these girls aren't getting out until they're like in their 50s. Do you think they'll ever get out? Yeah, probably. Do you think? I'm not sure. I, I think they will. I think they will because unfortunately we, we, I say we, we this is in America obviously. Yeah. There, there, is, there is a notion that you know, people can be fixed. Sometimes they can't. No. I know people don't like hearing that. You can't fix everything. And you can't fix someone who thinks fucking Voldemort and Raphael talks to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it reminds me of the, you know, the Juliet, was it Juliet Holm and Pauline something? Um, the film Heavenly Creatures is based on it where they murder one of their moms. Yeah, and um, they created this whole fantasy world around themselves because one, uh, Juliet had like was suffering with tuberculosis at the time, so she went to a warmer climate and moved to New Zealand and found herself very isolated. So they created this world, and uh, which was quite detailed and amazing. And then it, it ended up with her them both really brutally murdering the one's mom. Um, but it reminded me of that, you know, these friendships that are very toxic and it's kind of like if they met, would it have happened? Uh, that's like the uh, Moore's murders, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You said we're going, one of them, yeah, one of them would have committed a crime. I yeah. think there are some people that are wired that way and I do think one of them would have probably committed the crime but the atrocities wouldn't have been so foul if they hadn't met because then that negative energy that the other one brings just bolsters mm. the one that's already twisted into carrying on so they basically feed off each other yeah but so I do I, I, I don't know maybe it's the cynic in me that I don't believe people will actually inherently be nice no matter what but um, I do believe that you know most people are normal enough that nothing like that is ever going to happen during the lives. But two people will come together. Yeah, and you've so. got someone who maybe they'll, they'll just like, you know, just, I say, just com uh, commit something small. But then having the influence of this other person mm. makes it cannonball, makes it explode, makes it go so much further. Mm. And, 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 yeah, so they would have been crimes, but maybe not the ones you're right, maybe not what they did. But, mm. yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's one of those things isn't it but most people need a catalyst yeah for whatever it is be it positive or negative someone needs a catalyst and sometimes that catalyst is another person who makes you worse than you should be yeah so that's his happy message of the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all shit nothing can save us so i i think one of one of the things that struck me about this case as well apart from how horrific it was and how amazing that the um <clears throat> the victim survived mm. was the commentary that was around it um people obviously because she been slender man was mentioned they went back to eric uh Knudsen and said what do you think of it and he basically said i think what she did was horrific and terrible and that's it he's never commented any further than that and i actually admire that Oh, absolutely. Why should he? It, it's not him. He didn't create that. No. He, crea he created this image yeah. that has, been, as, as we've said, with the digital folklore, created this image that has gone viral, yeah. gone into so much more lore, gone into so much more ideas yeah. than, 
than he originally envisioned. And I and I actually think he's right to just turn around and say, I think what she did was wrong, but that's it. I, I he, He's never taken responsibility. Why should he? I don't think he should. I, I don't think he should. I, I think it's like, where's Craven having to take responsibility for someone, I don't know, running around with a glove on? You know, <laughs> what the fuck? Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, where's Craven? You are guilty of Michael Jackson. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that that to me is a criminal offence. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the whole concept of this is quite fun. It it it's how we as people take one image, take an idea, and just run with it. Yeah. And I think that's the whole premise of conspiracy theories and folklore as was, and now digital folklore. How quickly, especially now in our digital age things change and ideas will, will run rampant around the world. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things I absolutely love about them is the fact that it shows, even though we all sit and say we're all separate people, we're all di- disconnected and, you know, none of us get, like, you know, have the same ideas and whatever, this kind of thing makes, makes me sit and go, do you know what, we all do kind of think the same. We all kind yeah. of run with ideas quite well. If we find it an attractive idea. I, I think the concept and the design of Slenderman, man, what the hell, Slenderman, Slenderman, <laughs> is really, it, it's quite a beautifully designed piece. I mean, it's really, really good. I wish, you see, the thing is, as a gamer, because we are both gamers, is that gaming has always lacked that one villain, that one iconic character like Freddy Krueger or Jason or Michael Myers or the Slenderman. It's always lacked that. I know what you mean. There isn't one single titular character that you can no. go, yeah, I know exactly who that is, unless you've played the games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Unless you've been involved in that little piece of, like, lore surrounding yeah. that character, you don't know who it is. And, and it's strange because they outsell movies. Yeah, games. yeah. You know, but if if I was to say, walk up to a random person on the street and say, oh, are you in the Dark Brotherhood? they go, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. so it's no, weird. I, I was wearing my Dark Brotherhood t-shirt in New York last year and and I sat down for an ice cream, as you do, and this girl came up to me and went, oh, seriously, Skyrim? And I'm like, yeah! So, <laughs> you do get excited, though, don't you, if someone references like a game because yeah. it's just so unusual. I remember being um, in Stoke-on-Trent, lovely Stoke, and I think you know probably where I was and someone had an N7 jacket on which is from Mass Effect Commander Shepard and I nearly wet my pants I was like oh my god Commander Shepard you know what I mean it was just a really weird thing I just got really excited because he was wearing something from a game but then I get like that about people who who wander around with comic book stuff Uh, and I don't mean the general comic book stuff everybody wears Deadpool crap everybody wears Superman whatever I'm talking about the stuff I love with, not saying I don't like Deadpool, but um, I I was literally up in Scotland working and a girl walked in and she had um, a, uh, a Sandman tattoo. She literally had the Sandman tattooed on her. And I'm like, that's just the coolest thing ever. Mm. Uh, that's really, that's awesome. And she's like, oh, you know who it is? I'm like, hell yeah. It's like rolling up your sleeve. Ha oh, we are kindred, you know? It's, yeah. just like, it, it, it's the whole tribe thing. But Again, she was like, oh, my God, someone who knows who it is, because it's so rare, comic books yeah. and games and stuff, unless you're into them, yeah. people don't generally know what they are. But the thing with Slender Man is everybody does. 
it's an easily recognisable image so that everyone can cling on to it. And I think people generally saw it. And because, you know, it's not all blood and gore and whatever, people kind of get a little bit intrigued because they're like, what is that about? More psychological. The psychological stuff is far more terrifying than blood and gore. Oh, yeah, totally. Blood and gore every day. You just sit there and go, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. I'd get thrown out cinema for laughing when you're watching Devil's Rejects because certain bits yeah. of it are really funny. Um, <laughs> oh, the bit where she's running around with her ex, with her husband's face on, I creased up and then she got hit by the truck. Spoiler alert! Then she got run over by the truck. And I'm sorry, it was it was horrific. It was so gory. It was a horrible idea. I would never want that. You know, it was a horrible, horrible image. But the way it had been done was so flipping funny. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'm not a screamer generally. I, I no. don't, I, I, the fight or flight reaction, I do have the fight reaction. Yes. And um, I don't do the run away. I'll turn around and punch her and then go, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. I, I tend to, when I get scared and stuff like that, or things start to get to me, I tend to laugh a lot. So, no. but then I laugh a lot anyway. So generally, I'm even, I'm fucking petrified all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But do you know what I mean? It, 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 it's a release. One way you get the endorphins out, whichever way you're going to do it, you've got to. And I and I um I remember getting told off in the cinema for laughing at that piece, and I'm like, but it was funny. It was literally funny. I'm sorry, it was. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? You kind of sit there and go, it's a it's a compelling image. Slender Man is a compelling image. Absolutely. The law surrounding him is quite compelling as well. Um. Yeah. If you look at the way he was created originally, um, that, you know, the, the non-violence of it all, I actually quite like the psychological bit of it. I actually quite like because it, it makes the character um, more substantial to me. If, yeah. if, if you've just got a hack and slash thing, I don't find that as compelling as a baddie with a story and a reason that that's why, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Freddie bear films. I love Jason, everything, but that's why I like Pinhead. It's an intelligent villain. Yeah. Hellraiser three. How have they done now? It's about eight, I think. Oh and there might God. be more, but a lot of them are like straight to bloody YouTube now. Um, they are horrific. I think I got up to Hellraiser five and then went, I can't watch any of these. Anymore, so like, I'm going to try <laughs> It's like, it's like having like a loved one burn in front of you. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't do that. That's how I feel about Superman 4. Oh. We don't even talk about the new one, do we? No. There's no. only one Superman. <laughs> there is only one Superman, so let's not even... No. Yeah, Henry Cavill, isn't it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Oh, don't even... Oh, don't even go there! Yeah. No. But it's the intelligent villain. And even if you go back to you know, talking about the Superman things, you go back to Superman, the intelligent villains in Superman. Oh, Lex Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Yeah, perfect. Intelligent villains. And intelligent yes. villains are always scarier than someone that just comes at you with a knife. Oh, it's like Seven. You know, the film oh, Seven with yeah. Kevin Spacey. I know that he's not very popular right now. But with Kevin Spacey, oh, his character. And, and Hannibal Lecter, you know, Silence of the Lambs. Again. Oh. Jigsaw. Very psychological. Jigsaw and Saw. You've got, yeah. your gore, you've, got yeah. your, you've got your body horror. You've got everything you could ever want in that film. But the yeah. psychological bit was the bit that got me. Yeah. The making that choice was the bit that got me. Uh, so, 
it, it's one of us as well i mean there was there was no real villain in the blair witches in the woods no you know and the, the build and the and and the viral campaign and the the books i remember working in a record shop a long time ago and that film was being released and we had books about it and this girl came in and it had been released that weekend and she said my boyfriend wants to go and see this film but i don't because it's real and it's found footage and he's told me it's real and I'm really scared. I don't want to see it. And I said, no, it's not real. And, you know, it took me and about two other members of staff to convince it that it was actually a film. I know a lot of people who thought it was actually real because they said it was found footage. Yeah. Uh, and again, it goes back to the, the premise that we'd never had a found footage film like that before. Yeah, we have. The me- yeah, the media campaign about it yeah. was the thing that actually pushed people over the edge. Oh, absolutely. Because before the, the film had... had was even in front of you you had an image of what it was going to be like you, you were yeah. kind of like excited for something that you didn't know what was going to happen but you th- thought you had an idea of it and then yeah. you saw it and you were kind of disappointed <laughs> i think that was my problem i sat in the cinema and i thought oh i'm gonna watch it now this is gonna be and at the time i used to be i used to be so into horror films way back then i mean i can't even watch them now and i remember the certificate coming up in the uk was 15 and i thought this is going to be shit <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. As soon as you see that, it's like, um, I can have my money back, please. Yeah, like literally. I mean, it's it's a it's a good, it's a good solid film. To be honest, it's just the hype was so big for it. I think that's the thing. My niece is uh, eighteen now, um, and she's finding all these movies again. Mm. So you know, eighteen year old girl got to get into your horror movies because we all do. I don't know why, but we all do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and. She, she she loves paranormal activity she came up to stay with me and she was like can we watch it can we watch it can we watch it and i'm like uh if you must if you must mm. we'll get it we'll watch it right so put it on and whatever she was convinced it was real and i'm like really 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 i thought you were intelligent jesus you're not related to me you know and i'm just sort of sitting there going you really think that's real i don't like stuff like that because i don't like jumpy out crap um and it kind of, I was sitting there watching it going, it's not brilliant, is it? Uh, I know it's got a massive following and I know people adore it, but I think it's just too easy. There's, no, remember... there's no intelligent villain again. It's just too easy. Did you, did you ever see Ghost Watch? It was on BBC in the... Oh, Jesus, back in the day, yeah. Yeah, in the 90s. I remember that. Um and if it was real oh uh, that, that was the thing i mean if, if anyone listening if anyone does listen to this check it out ghost watch michael parkinson sarah green and uh do you know, do you know the reason i was absolutely convinced it was real was because fucking parky was involved uh, yeah so <laughs> they, they got this really respected british broadcaster right proper bbc job guy and i didn't know anything about it i just got back from the roller disco this gives you the kind of age that i was i was 25 (laughs) and so i get back and i'm there with my friends and we're all sat there and we put on bbc and michael parkinson's there i'm like oh this is gonna be so fucking boring it was halloween and this is gonna be so fucking boring and i'd missed all the things in the radio times about it because you know i just didn't read the radio times and we were watching it and sarah green was going into this house and she used to be on kids tv at the time in the morning and I was just like, what's so happening? Yes, yeah, she did. She did Blue Peter. And she did go in live as well, didn't she, with Philip Schofield, I think, back in the day. And I was just like, what is happening? Is this real? 
is this real? And, you know, for like 95% of it, I was convinced it was real. It was only because it went that much further at the end. It got silly. It got silly. But a guy, again, sadly, who had some mental health difficulties, did commit suicide because he couldn't stop thinking about it. And no matter how much his parents told him that it wasn't real, he wouldn't accept it. Um, but it was a brilliant thing. I mean, it was it was based basically on... Uh, they wanted to do an Orson Welles, War of the Worlds, kind of trick the British public. And it, it well, it worked with me. It worked. Until the it end. It so did. It was brilliant. People. It was brilliant. But that, but then that's that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's just like people are gullible. Yeah. Um, my my niece's when she watched Paranormal Activity had to sit there and convince her it wasn't real. Had to get up the wiki and go, oh look, he's made other films since he died in that one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it, it, it didn't help, right? Uh, that part of her was like crushing on the guy, so it was like, I don't oh, want him to die. It was like. Rrr. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. you ain't that pretty, mate. You ain't that pretty. But um, <laughs> I had to, I had to show her pictures of his, other films that he'd done since then. I'm like, that's why it's not real. It's just like, oh, and I'm like, oh my god, you're not stupid. You know, you're not stupid, but that that's giving you the shit. So she's, I, I thought she was going to come into my bedroom. I'm like, you ain't sleeping in here, love. You know, you're 17 <laughs> in space, get the hell out. But it, it was like, oh, she slept with the light on. Uh, yeah good few days afterwards and i'm like i wouldn't worry about it we ain't got video cameras in the house like that so it's not like you know we can get the found footage so there's no point of the like ghost turning up mate don't worry you know there's no demons here except the cat you know but apart from that you're right but that was based on that that was hauntings um of those two girls wasn't it you remember that? I think it was back in the seventies or something. I, I've I've seen it in some books. That's the Enfield one. That's the one. The Enfield one. That um house, and they, they reckon it was like one of Britain's most haunted houses. But I think it was debunked. Have you ever been to Enfield? I have not. Because seriously, the stuff that went on in that house ain't nothing compared to what goes on outside it. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. Where is it? It, it's um, it's Cusby on East London. It's just, ah right. Yeah. Okay. So um. <clears throat> I think I'm sure it was debunked. I'm sure it, the dad was just like basically throwing them in the air and then taking photos of them. Yeah, there, there was those photos of them doing it, and you could say where it's like yeah. they're jumping on the bed. Yeah, they were having a whale of a time. Yeah, and but the problem with stuff like that is the susceptibility of people and the, yeah. the gullibility of people. It is. Which is why the Slenderman um, idea took off so quickly and became so big, is because yeah. people want to believe in stuff yeah they do they do I, i'm not do sure you want to be scared because it's maybe if primal isn't it yeah if there's something horrific out there it's at least the world isn't as bad because that horrific thing hasn't happened to me maybe that's it i don't know yeah i don't know i, I know nothing you know but it, it's people like being scared that's why horror movies are so popular that's why like So, being the consummate professionals that we are, we obviously had an issue there. So, sorry about that. Um, anyway, so just a quick roundup: the concept of the Slender Man, as we discussed, um, modern-day folklore, digital folklore, something that we both really love. Uh, yeah. That and conspiracy theories. I think it's one of the weird shit that we bonded over. Um, so... And cake. <laughs> but I don't eat cake. How the hell do we bond over cake when I don't eat it? Because we're like criticizing shit cake. 
oh yeah, because I do make a good cake. I just don't. You make a mean cake. You just don't eat. Make a mean cake, man. But I just don't eat because it's horrible. (laughs) But yeah, the Slender Man is. It's not only has he become this digital sensation with creepy pasta and like you know probably seen photos on Facebook and stuff like that. The the books, the films, the video games, but the the whole thing is he's he's now like worldwide. The, mm. the concept worldwide it's died down a lot especially since uh 2014 uh, and the the atrocity that those girls committed in 2014 it's died down uh, i read an article about that actually and they reckon the reason why it became not as popular as it once was was because it went mainstream yeah and and that that's what kills a lot of stuff yeah drag race Oh, well, I can't argue with that one, to be fair. No. Season 11 just about broke me. Yeah. Have you watched the celebrity one? No. Uh. The internet is full of dark and wicked things. And I think that kind of sums up what the kind of shit we're going to talk about. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Dark and wicked things. Dark and wicked things. The underbelly of society and the internet. And uh, have you ever been on the dark web? No. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I'm scared of what I see, you get me? Oh, I love how you said you've been on the dog, as if you're a fucking aficionado. It's like, I was that last <laughs> I have seen an company for, like, Hitler. You know, it's like, what the fuck? No, no, there, there is nothing I want to get onto the dark web for. I can just about cope with the real web. You know, there's enough weird and freaky shit out there for me. I don't want to go dark web in it, man. I don't know though, it crossed my mind when I couldn't get toilet roll. Uh, okay. How did you not get toilet roll? <laughs> we did get toilet roll. But literally, I mean, the shelves are were empty. But yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry. I keep going off topic really bad. Go on. Uh, as, as this has been a bit of a laugh, I've actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> Me too. Um, I think we, we might give it another go. Possibly. Just for my own vanity. Yes. About project. <laughs> oh, she's doing a vanity project. Oh, a vanity project. Yeah. Yes. yes. My vanity project. Yeah. So no fucker knows it's me. It's just like you know, there's no pictures associated with this. But yeah, it's my vanity project. I, I don't think it's Linda Lee Hughes making a comeback. Do you know what? I am so gonna throat punch you when I see it. <laughs> I can't wait for lockdown to be over because there are so many people I need to fucking slap. <laughs> It's, it's like I've been working from home. Luckily, I'm in that position where I can. Did you see that guy on Zoom with his cock out? There's been so many. That's just my week. <gasps> it was just like, I was just like, oh, man, put it away. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my general weekend at the moment. It's oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> Screw the dark web, I'm on Zoom. That's not actually that unreasonable for me, is it? No, not really. No, no. Anyway, so aside from all of that, the the internet is full of dark and wicked things. Um, I think we'll do another one because it's been a bit of a giggle, even if it's just for the sake of us two talking shit. Because I ain't spoken. Why not? We have been wanting to do this for some time. Yeah. So you know, we've got round to it. I know, you do know that no fucker's going to listen to us. It don't matter. Absolutely. I don't care about that. But you know what? It, it'll be nice when we're, we're, we're old and dead and we can listen to, back to it and go, oh, listen to us talking well, like, shit. 
me when I'm old and dead. I'm gonna come back and listen. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll be buried in the recording of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. When we're old and dead. Yeah. yeah I feel cool. So uh, that was our first episode woo, of Who Drank the Kool Aid. Um, what we're going to do is going to do this again next week, as I said, even if it's just a vanity project where me and Wolfie sit and chat because it's actually been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> next time, we're either going to be doing UVB 76 or Aliens, uh, depending what grabs us. Um, but yeah, be fun, be cool. Um, hopefully, you stay safe. I hate that at the moment. Stay safe. Uh, yeah. I've lost my ass for six weeks, mate. I'm fucking going nowhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? going to stay safe. What's going to get me? The fucking cat? The cat's going to pop. I'm going to be frying it out of the window. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stay safe. Hope you get some toilet roll soon. I'll just be wiping it on the cat. It's cool. Uh, get some toilet roll and your eternal search for flour. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm running a bit low again now. Dark web, here I come. <laughs> and <laughs>